0: We have to take a really big step back and understand where people are and then all get excited in a community about where we can together go. Like what it is we want to accomplish together. What is the reality? What is the world, dare I say, utopia at this point that we know that by coming together we can create?
1: This is, I think, a fan-recommended interview today. People wanted to hear from this person, so I'm excited. I know you're going to be excited. Today on the pod, we have... Ashley Sumner, and she is the CEO and founder of Quilt, and we love Quilt around here. Her startup career began about 12 years ago in New York City at a matchmaking company where she designed a successful community building method, setting the stage for her future as a progressive social facilitator. Mm, We love that. With her intuitive ability to understand human nuances and bring different kinds of people together, she transformed this natural talent into a career as a community architect for brands and institutions such as Noya House, Wanderlust, Breakout, and One Roof, ultimately setting the foundation for the creation of Quilt. She now lives in LA like every other New Yorker. We all end up there but she is truly a champion for the healing power of a community. And to me, she has the finger on the pulse of where we are headed as a society. And that is why I am so excited to have her on as today's Cosmic change maker. So hello, welcome, Ashley.
0: Hello, thank you for having me.
1: Oh, this is such a treat. I mean, we are huge quilt fans here in the, in the Cosmic RX community. So You know, I I just gave a whole intro about you, but let's hear in in your words, like what you are, what do you tell people at a cocktail party that you do? Like, how do you describe your work right now?
0: Wow, yeah, I've had my career. I've always had a really fun time at cocktail parties, both when they happened and when I went to them. (laughs) <laughs> which, which hasn't been for a while. Yeah, remember those. <laughs> yeah, what if the cocktail party. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Vintage. How Go vintage.
0: On, how vintage. <laughs> like I'm like, is that when record players are at? <laughs> That's so sad. Uh, I digress. <laughs> what do I say? You know, I've been on a journey personally, learning how to connect deeply and meaningfully with other human beings. And I ended up building Quilt because I know all of us could use kind of a guide and support to do that, to really lean into what it means to grow and heal through connection, not feel like we have to be on an island alone, become this evolved human being and like reenter into society.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And everything I did as a child and in my teens and in my 20s into my 30s around feeling good was always these things done alone. You know, it's like I meditate, I read my astrology, I learn human mm. design, I journal, I do yoga, I solo travel, I do all these things alone. And so now mm. I get to inspire people to not do those things alone but do those things with others.
1: I mean, that is such a good point. I've thought about that so much like Yeah, we was talking about like there's self-care and there's community care. But I've also never thought about the last stuff you do to feel better is stuff you're doing, yeah, like solo Mm -hmm. and to bring people in for that shared experience. It's so alchemizing. It's so transformative. Okay, so clearly like, yeah, you're not, this is not a cookie cutter career path. This is not something you just sign up to your, you know, guidance counselor or go to your... Someone be like, hey, I want to do this. So tell us a little bit about yeah, your, your journey that, that led you here. How did we get here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've been asked the question about how I found my purpose. And I think it was one, of, I mean, you have my chart, so maybe you can tell me, but I think it was just like, you hold the key. But I, it's like, I feel like I was born with it. You know, it was one of those things that every time I tried to go do something traditional that was going to for sure be stable and be secure and be this and be that, and it would never go well. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always like I was always getting pushed in this kind of non-conventional, innovative, oftentimes very confusing direction of like, but go there. Mm -hmm. Like that really loud voice that says, you have a shiny object over here, and that feels certain, but you're not going to do that. And every time, oh, like, yeah. I had that, I kind of did the opposite <laughs> uh, to maybe, like, my mother's demise, where even still to today, she's like, so tell me one more
1: time, like, what is it you do? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. How many of us can really I love everyone listening. It's probably, like, naughty. Like, I know your parents are so confused. They are so, They're confused. so confused. They're like, so <laughs> confused. What do you do again? <laughs> I mean, so much so that my mom thought the
0: certain thing for me to do is be a performer, like, be a I was a musical theater major. And psychology, but were. in school. Yeah, let's, we'll dig into that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that to her was the certain thing versus now what I'm doing. You know, it wasn't like be a lawyer or be a doctor or a teacher. And yeah, so this, this kept unfolding very naturally for me. It was very like, go here. Okay, go here. Okay, go here. And being super confused along the way. And then being at the time where I was creating quilts, being like, that's why.
1: Mm. That's why
0: I've been doing this and feeling this since I was journaling, you know, at twelve, mm. <laughs> alone in my bedroom.
1: Mm. Oh, I love that! Like, yeah, like the scene at all, like oh, all these things that might have felt random or just happening, and so you like, see it all woven together in this moment and the synthesis. You're like, oh, yeah, trust. Okay, trust. Yeah, oh, if you're not there work. yet,
0: trust. I promise. It'll
1: land. It'll all land. And I love, like, even your chart, you know, holds a lot of, like, paradoxical energies that are actually, like, <laughs> strong, like, manifestation energy. And then I love, like, I was taking notes. I'm like, yeah, there's this paradox around it being so clear, but so confusing at once. Like, Ugh. there's a clarity of this. Like, this next step is unfolding. But while you're in it, you're, like, a little bit like, you know, that feels obvious. It's the next step. But my human, my, like, muggle, like, rational brain is like, what is like, what is this? Why am I being yeah. led here? Why is this like force pulling me? Okay, so wow, that's amazing. And then so quilt, you're a woman in, in tech, officially. Yep. Yep. I got here. How I got here. How, I mean, I'm curious, like as someone who's starting to dip my toes in the in the tech world and, and you we bonded that we're both not tech people who have entered this space. Can you tell me a little bit about like what has that been like? Have you had anything like obstacles through that or uh aha moments? Or I'm just selfishly really curious about that journey for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how I ended up in tech. No, that's not true. I know how I ended up I know how I ended up in tech now. So I had been community building and up until 2015, this is gonna you're gonna learn a lot about me in this statement, but I had been supporting say thousands of people, right? Like matchmaking people, hosting events for people, building social clubs, festivals, like thousands of people. And in 2015, I had this deep reflection that that wasn't enough impact. Mm
1: -hmm. More
0: people Mm -hmm. needed more support. You know, I was just like, I was like, I'm on person. I'm tired. You know, like, (laughs) totally. (laughs) I don't know what to do. So I was like, I have to build technology, you know, like in order to take this and really Really drive impact, you know, this like social fabric experience, like you have to. And I was like, but I don't know how to do that. Like, I have a degree in tap dancing from NYU, <laughs> right? Like, I love that. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I can tap dance.
1: You yeah, know? I can tap dance with the best of them. <laughs> Super well.
0: Yeah. Like, how am I going to do this thing? And, you know, I let myself live in the question mark, which is a big practice for me. Just live in that question mark. I always want to know the answer. I want to figure it out. I am relentless at doing so. I feel like I can see the future, but like, how the heck am I going to get there? And I mean, the answer finally came through and it was technology. And I was like, well, I'm a community builder and I can go find tech people. <laughs> so it, it was because we I, we had to. It wasn't like, mm, I want to join Silicon Valley and launch a tech company and do like that cool thing. I never thought that was a thing.
1: Mm hmm. Amazing. First of all, I'm internally dying because it makes so much sense. But I'm dying because when I was looking at your chart before we started, you have Mercury conjunct Venus in Gemini. I know. Okay, no, no, I love it. I know. And I was like, Oh, she's gonna have some soundbite moments that are just like, you could just take it out of the episode and just like, put it on a post it above (laughs) your computer. And just be like, yeah, like that is the soundbite. (laughs) And yeah, letting yourself live in the question mark, oh my God, I can just hear the collective like, oh, like sigh at that of everyone listening being like, because I know that is a struggle, right? Of like the how, there's so much question mark. And like in that space is where all, whatever, revolutionary, meaningful, purposeful, cool, whatever you want to call it, like cosmic shit, like it has to happen in that question mark space. So I, I was just internally like, very much pay attention to what you're saying, but I'm also laughing about like, that's that Mercury and Gemini, conjunct Venus giving you a little like, mm, just snack on this. Like, here's just a little <laughs> sound bite. Okay, so I'm very big in, into this concept of community. A few years ago, it just hit me, like you, all the revelations about like, one, the I'm tired thing. Like, uh, yeah, like I was doing individual healings and readings and I was like, this is just not sustainable. Yeah. Like I want bigger impact. And also like a little bit of like, And I want it all to like be supporting each other. Like me just doing this for a bunch of people, like one way feels not like sustainable or like what we're meant to be doing. So I resonate with that very much so. And I love what you said about, yeah, like all these things we do on our own for self care, how do we bring that into the community space? So I'm curious to you from an ideological perspective and you probably what helped you build Quilt is like. Like what does community mean to you? What were the things when you're building quilt that you're like, we it has to be centered around this or it has to have this involved because you have done a really good job of creating actual meaningful community that I think people really are having meaningful, mindful. Listen, when I was on quilt, I was like, oh my God, there's resources here for mental health. There are conversations there are facilitators. This someone put a lot of intention into this. This was not some I'm sorry, no offense. like, VC tech bro who just threw up something. I'm like, no, 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 no. Someone with emotional intelligence and a lot of research is putting work into this. So I'm just curious about what that process was for you. What was the inspiration? What are the things that you were like, non negotiable pillars we needed in that?
0: Gosh, yeah. It's interesting. When I think about a community, I think it's really important. And this has been really important for me and also really hard because I'm somebody who cares deeply about living in integrity and values mean a lot to me someone's values what the values that they live and breathe and act on Mm -hmm. in any given day and i've always really struggled with like picking my most important ones i've always been like they're all really important (laughs) what do you mean like (laughs) <laughs> what are like What am I going to do? Like pick between contribution and curiosity. Like why <laughs> don't be a jerk, right? Like be all the values. So, funny. <laughs> you know, so true. And then it's like, okay, let this breathe a little, right? Because we are human beings. And if we need to acknowledge like the environment that we're, we're living in, that we have grown up in like the systems that we are a part of, We have to take a really big step back and understand where people are and then all get excited in a community about where we can together go. Like what it is we want to accomplish together. What is the reality? What is the world, dare I say, utopia at this point Mm -hmm. that we know that by coming together, we can create. And that's how I pick values. And that is where for me, I, I start and unless you're super clear on the boulder you're moving in, the direction you're moving in with the ingredients you want to have and honor along the way, to me, that's not a community. It might be an open platform. Mm-hmm. Those are two very different terms in the technology world. Great distinction. Yeah, super important distinction.
1: Right. Cause on the consumer end, we don't know. And the tech world it's like, obviously, those are two different things. But I think some people join open platforms thinking they're a community. And maybe vice versa, too.
0: Social media 1.0, the ones that Mm -hmm. existed before a quilt, which is a social media 2.0, in my opinion, is very much open platform, very much I'm not going to get involved, right? Except I do get involved when I'm censoring you, but not you. So that's a little confusing, (laughs) but, well, that's a different time. It's another podcast,
1: but, yes, that's another podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, so for a quilt, before launching It was like, what are our values? Sitting down and talking about what does it mean to care for each other and for ourselves? What does it mean to contribute? What does it mean to be curious, right? I I really do believe that curiosity is like the, I had a coach tell me this, curiosity is the emergency break for judgment.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And I was like, I remember snapping in the session. I was like, yes, right? Like we're all just riddled with trigger and judgment and it's okay, but if we can stay curious, what does that mean? And if we can collaborate with one another versus feeling like we have to do everything alone, to me, that's the reality I want all of us to hopefully sign up for. So yeah, the building blocks of community.
1: Damn, that's a whole sermon. I love it. Everything, you are exceeding my expectations. I'm like, <laughs> just articulating these things is so important for people. Again, like that distinction of the open platform, because that was the first thing a few years ago. I was like, wait, we're all talking about community on like Instagram and Facebook. And these are more like parasocial, one way, like hierarchical, like connections. Like I'm following someone or I'm just talking at someone or maybe commenting, but I'm like, this isn't like, who's like bothering me. I'm like, this is not community. And I feel like I'm insane because everyone's calling it that it's something. But so I think that's a great distinction. And like you said, the values and the things that you're building this on, like what we can do together versus apart. And I'm just dying that this thing about curiosity for you, it's so tied into your chart, like your Venus is your values. And in the sign of Gemini, I always say one of the highest superpowers of Gemini is curiosity. Like Mm. I'm interested to learn, right? Like Gemini wants to learn and wants to research and wants to talk and conversation and be curious. Oh, why is that? And then also curiosity as an agent of change. Like, why? Why is it to be like that? Why can't it turn it on its head? Who said? I always said, Gemini's thing is like, who says and says who? Like, why? Why do we always do it that way? And that curiosity and that curiosity of others to release judgment. I love that an emergency break on judgment and curiosity of like, even observing ourselves takes needs that curiosity. Like, why did I do that? Why am I? Why am I like this? Which is like the impetus question into self discovery. So Amen. you have so many values, and you know you have so much going on in your birth chart that's very mutable. And of course, you don't want to just pick a few values. But, you know, hearing you talk about curiosity, I just see your Venus and Gemini like lighting up. Like, yep, that's that's a big one. And connection, like Gemini. So I'm so I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited to talk about your chart in a minute. You know, you are, first of all, already giving such good sound bites, such good takeaways, such good nuggets of wisdom. But I always like to open it up to our guests. Being a change maker, doing something that's very different, it takes a lot of chutzpah, it takes balls, it takes a lot of work and like yeah, working with coaches or, or therapists or great support system. And, you know, you tend to gather a lot of tools along the way. So I always like to ask, you know, what's the cosmic RX that you would love to prescribe or recommend to the people listening, something that's actionable or something that's like, you know, you can take this into your life and, and just kind of like see if it fits, see if it resonates for you. You, I mean, have so many things you offer go into this journey. And also I'm like, it could literally even just be like from your matchmaking days or quilt or building this, or just something that you do to to show up in the world as yourself, like clear and free. So yeah. what, What would you like to share? What's something that you feel like would be yummy for the baddies out there?
0: Yeah, gosh, my mind can go in so many directions. And I'm always happy to like, if there's other questions, you know, if anybody's listening to this after the fact, send them to me. Um, if I was like, they were like, gosh, I wish you really responded on matchmaker. And I, I didn't, but <laughs> please, feel free. You know, I, I'm going to answer in this umbrella of what does it mean to have healthy connection? Like, mm. how do we have a healthy connection with other human beings? And I do think there are ingredients to that that has helped me go from feeling like a very isolated, alone, misunderstood, non-accepted human being in the world, to feeling like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. One of the things is I learned at a very young age a survival technique, which is that I would make meaning out of things. Somebody would say something and they would say something, but I made an entire story out of what they said. I attached Mm -hmm. a lot of meaning to something. And so now when I hear something that brings a response in me that's not favorable, I first ask myself the question, what meaning are you making of this right now? Did you hear, like, did you really hear what this person said to you? Could you say it back to them and then be like, yeah, that's exactly what I said. And I'll even do that. You know, so what I'm hearing is this. And they're like, nope, didn't say that. And so I was like, wow. Like, that's when I become really curious. Like, my brain heard that differently. That happens a lot uh, for all of us. For all of us. That's a big one for me, which is just to really slow down when I'm in conversation with people and really learn what it is that they're saying, what it is that I'm hearing And what meaning I'm making of that based on how I see myself in the world. That's been a really big one. And as I heal who I am in the world, like answering that question, being really excited about who I am, you know, and having people mirror back to me, healthy things that they're seeing about me, like a lot of healing has come from that. So. I have like so many more even under that umbrella, but I know you said one, so I'll stop.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, right. Everyone listening's like, no, keep going. But that is a big, one. It's a big I one. I can't ask someone with Mercury and Gemini to one thing, but it's a big umbrella. We cover a lot of ground there, and it just wow. I mean, that is like a life-changing, like paradigm-shifting tip within relationships and, and how we relate to the world. I play this really funny, like, weird card game with my sister and her and my brother in law. And it's really weird, but like, you pull a card, like a playing card, and you have to, like, it's so weird. Pick a theme of what the card is, like TV shows from the 90s. And like, everyone has to describe like what that card feels like to them. So if it's nine, it's like, oh, it's full house. I don't know, whatever it is, but you hear how people's thought process works. Like, oh, well, it's nine because there's nine people in the house, whatever. And it was this whole, and I was playing it. It's a silly game, but I was like, oh, this is just such an exercise in how you and I are looking at the same thing. Yeah. And- way we see it and way we talk about it and our memories and our shared experiences, me and my sister were playing it in a very similar way because we grew up in the same house. So we had similar like inside jokes and the way our brain works and the way we're programmed to see the world. But it made me like stop and be like, oh my God, we're all trying to talk to each other. And I'm seeing one side and talking about it through all this filter of my subconscious and my trauma and my triggers but also like just how I see the world like the filter I look at it through through my birth chart and through my family I came from and my socioeconomic I'm like oh my god like no wonder we're all like not hearing each other or not understanding each other and you just touched on every Gemini season I talk about active listening and structured dialogue and harville hendrix and imago dialoguing which is that very big principle of like so this is what i'm hearing and you repeat back yep so many times like at, at a 10 it's like no <laughs> so it's like oh good okay well then that clarifying and that hearing back and just practicing it slowing down and listening not just like waiting to speak so Again, I know it's hard for you to pick one tool, but you did a really good job. You did it. (laughs) You did it because that's like foundational, right? That's like a lot of bang for your buck with that one.
0: Mm, mm, Good, good.
1: Okay, did okay. So now let's talk about your chart because I am just bursting to be like your chart is so you, so your story, is so what you've been talking about. Like you said, like yes, felt into that purpose at a young age. I'm going to talk about the three. Parts I love about your chart or that like stand out to me. And then um, you do have some big stuff coming up. So I will give you some high level yes. of that. But you feel free. Yes. It's, I mean, I'm like, oh, honey, child, like, buckle up. Like, what is happening? So I also need to hear about what's going on with you, like, coming down the pike and what we can expect from you, what we're excited for, because big, big, big things. And then you interrupt me at any time if you have a question or you want to go in deeper into something. So, first of all, to everyone listening, The big three we're working with here, and this is going to come to no one's surprise, Cancer Sun, Aquarius Moon, Leo rising, right? Dying because, of course, your mom thought that you were going to go into like performance. You have all this like Mars and Pisces and Leo rising. And it's like, yeah, you're born. A lot of our rising sign is very much how people perceive us when we're young. And then it's more about, like, we're meant to live into that in maybe a different way. Like, It's our essence and our motivation. And so if you're feeling very heart-centered and very purpose-driven, Leo Risings cannot live, like, without having authenticity and passion and purpose. And it's, like, there's something in their heart that's, like, pulling them, even if, like, the head it doesn't make any sense. So, you know, tracks, cancer, Sun. How I met Quilt, someone reached out to me from your team, Asked me to come on the platform. Like this is so cool. People had mentioned it to me before, but I get a little, like overwhelmed with things as I want to do. So I was like, "Wow, wow, this is amazing!" And the hat that was sent to me and part of the campaign was the "Crying is Cool." I'm like, "Honey, this company's run by a cancer." I think yeah. I did a post about my own cancer rising wearing that hat because like this is the cancer rising, like sensitivity is a superpower and crying is cool so uh now you know and your cancer is in your 11th house of community and the visionary it's like 11th house really high level is technology your inner visionary and community and community and always connection but also looking at being progressive humanitarianism like let's go further together like let's do it so i'm like check, check. Like, these are the things I'm like, I hope you want to believe in astrology. Come on now. Like, this is yeah. just too literal. Yeah, you're like, check, check, I'm like, hello. And then your Aquarius moon, like, sitting there, our moon is our, it's like the thing that we really have to fulfill and listen to. And again, it's like, we have so much of our, I don't want to say drive, but like our desire, our intuitive, like, force field, our energy. PS is really guided by our moon. And our moon is like, we have to figure that out to find the rest of our fulfillment in life and really understand how we nurture that and how we take care of our moon, but also like let it, (laughs) our moon is like where we could put a lot of effort and energy into. And like, we kind of have to, because if we don't, we're going to feel really like depleted or lost. And so Aquarius moon, anyone listening with an Aquarius moon, my husband has one, my sister has one. I find that Aquarius moons, when they're younger, they feel really isolated and really alone and really quirky and really like, I don't fit in. I'm an alien here or whatever. And that is kind of Aquarius moon. But it's because you're on like a mission to seek out like minded community by first like owning your most authentic self, quirkiness and all. So, Aquarius moon, letting that all marinate, thinking about it. Like I said, Aquarius moons, they, like, I laugh because you're, like, so smart, you're beautiful, you're intelligent. But every, my husband is very, you know, athletic, tall, handsome, like, well, and there's this, like, inner dialogue of the Aquarius moon of, like, does anyone want me here? Like, am I supposed to be here? Like, this feeling of, like, even though someone looking at you, you'd be like, that person's so confident. That Leo rising, look at her. Look at her hair. Look at her confidence. Oh, and meanwhile, you're like, um am I holding my hands weird when I walk into this party? Oh my <laughs> it's like, so like, but you learn how to channel that and transmit It's like, Oh, I'm meant to like find my people. And that's why like community is so important to you. Again, Aquarius moons naturally like find their way into like technology or anything that's like innovative or futuristic, even without like acknowledging why. And, That being, like, also for you, I don't know if you find this, but Aquarius moons are very hardwired to be, like, to seek out freedom. And it's, like, concept of freedom. And this concept of, yeah, pushing us forward. Like, Aquarius moons Mm -hmm. want things to be different and want more people to feel free and more people to feel into that. So mixing that with your Cancer and your Leo rising, how you arrive, arrive here, makes so much sense. Yeah. And then the thing that was jumping out to me when you're talking, I was like, yeah, like you're Mercury and Venus. Like you have so much, Venus is your values. And Mercury is how you think and how you talk and how you perceive the world and how you take it all in. And Venus is not only your values, it's also how you attract things in. Okay, so Mercury and Venus. So you have to like what you were saying before about like having so many values. Gemini is very mutable, lots of values. And you're really meant to live Like your brain can't process a world in which you're not living in alignment with the things that are important to you, your Venus, your values. Mm. And when you're in alignment with that, and your mindset's in alignment with that, and your heart, and you understand what your values are, it is like unstoppable. Like you're like, no, I'm like a magnet. Like just things flow, living in that like zone of genius. And Gemini, like looking at that to understand your values would be a lot of things we talked about, like connection. Gemini is like, you know, the third sign of the Zodiac, Aries as I am, Taurus as I have. And then Gemini is like, I connect, like, I
0: mm-hmm. communicate.
1: I am not just here to be alone. I'm here to like learn from you. And that's part of my journey. And it's, it's curiosity. Like I said, it, it's, it's all those things you were talking about in your cosmic RX tips. So I was like, yes, that's, and that thing's a really beautiful example of like, sometimes people are like, what is the importance of like Mercury and Venus? Like, my big three is the most important, but I'm like, Those Mercury, Mars, Venus, like, they come through really strong, especially when we're talking about, like, living in alignment with what's important to us. And then when we're doing the opposite, when we're not in alignment with that Venus, things can just feel hard or, like, a struggle or, like, stuck energy. So all of that. And then the thing I was going to talk about in terms of things that are coming up and coming, like, down the pike for you, well, another reason why you felt so mission-driven as a child and probably, like, knew you were going to build something amazing or do something on your own is you have your north node, your destiny line. This is like your soul's highest like assignment in this lifetime is in a really tight conjunction um, with your midheaven, your career line. And it's in the sign of Taurus, which is all about like building something like an architect. So I love like in your bio, how you describe yourself. I think it's said social architect, like Taurus is the builder. Taurus is here to, you know, it's ruled by Venus. So it has to be beautiful or feel aesthetic, like aesthetically pleasing. There has to be a slowness to it. Like again, Taurus is building something that really lasts and is here for the long haul, and is in alignment with values. Venus again. So it has to be. It's a little bit. I wouldn't say slower, but yeah, more meaningful, mindful. It's like a new something. You've got to figure out the blueprint. You've got to figure out the right tools. Like we're doing this meticulously, right? Like. We're not just rushing into it and still have attention to detail and letting things like reflect back to you of like, is this in alignment with your values? If not, we got to clear it, start over again. But that North Node and and even your current Taurus, you're here to like, in traditional like astrology, like before the past like few decades, it'd be like, oh, you were here to build something. But in 2018, Uranus moved into Taurus, bringing a lot of those Taurus things that we talk about, money, real estate, art. Bringing them into the digital realm, so it's like you're a you know building like real estate in the digital space, <laughs> building a big tourist house for to people to come in the real in the you know etheric realm and come hang out. So that's like your highest career point is lined to that, but your highest soul's purpose is like wants to do that and values so important to you. So. That's like who you are. I want to talk a little bit about what's coming up, but any questions or reflections or anything you want to say about that?
0: No, I'm super into it. There is, it's interesting. Cause I've always felt like I'm a really fast person. Like I have an initiating energy, but then there's something inside me that like really slows me or something I'm working on down. And I'll be like, it's like painful. Like my body will ache because it's like, I can see it, you know, and I want to be there and I'm like impatient But we're still like, you know, we're still creating the thing, you know. (laughs) Why did brain fog just come in and slow it down even more, right? Like, let's just wipe it away and like, go forward. And I have been definitely thinking about that recently. So all of that makes a a lot of sense. And of course, I'm like, at the edge of my seat being like, what's coming?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's such a good practice. I'm like, you know, we hear this sometimes, but for you, yeah, it's like slowing down, will actually help you speed up. And again, like if you don't slow down, like there might be things in the universe that might just come and make you slow down. Like, oh, okay, like, you know what, fine. We're just going to throw this wrench in here. Or like, you know, so I think that honoring that, that pace of that and just knowing that like, yeah, good things like take time in their own way. And Taurus likes good things that are high quality and of value and beautiful and mm-hmm. again, here to stay. So all of that, but all that being said and done, I'm going to kind of like, all of astrology is like a cosmic contradiction. I mean, it's like even you, like we're talking about Leo rising, Aquarius moon, like your own chart, has these like two polar opposite energies, but they're, you know, tethered by the same principle. Actually, in between Leo and Aquarius, it is all about authenticity, is super important to you, but two different sides of the coin with it. Mm. Aquarius is authenticity in a group and being your weirdest most truest self. So you find people, you you put out that antenna to find your other weirdos, and then make positive change from that place of, you know, feeling free to be yourself. And then Leo rising is authenticity in your self-expression. Free to create from your heart, free to be yourself, free to love yourself, and be really like, yeah, heart-centered in that. Like, this is just, I have to be true to my heart over and over again, coming back to that So like I said, contradictions. So I just said, Taurus, yes, they're just slowing down, but also like kind of not because this next year for you, year and a half, oh my goodness, Ashley, you have like, so your Jupiter is also there in Taurus, which gives you like a blessing. It gives you like a feeling of expansion. Wherever we have Jupiter in our chart is where things do just like, it's like we have a little extra like Midas touch from the universe. So we get a little extra, you know, like, okay, the universe is like, here you go. Here's a little like, past to make this easier or you know, a lot of your blessings come from there. So you have that Jupiter, North Node, Midheaven, all in Taurus. And right now through July 2023, the North Node is in Taurus. So when the North Node moves in our collective North Node right now, we're in like a collective assignment to learn about Taurus things and to build Taurus things and to value Taurus things. And we're all thinking in this kind of Taurus way, like it just started last month and we're going to feel it, like, through July 2023, and it's going to be a lot about, like, yeah, returning to things that are, again, Taurus, like, our values, things that help us ground down, to connect, kind of choosing, like, better quality of things over quantity. You know, we're going to see things in the collective, like, I don't know, people, like, going back to their natural hair color, and returning to, like, being a little bit messier and being present, and, like, Taurus just wants to, like, be, and Taurus also is, like, what are my values? And like, I got to start shifting my life to be around them. And like, I don't care about making a ton of money if I don't have a life that has access to whatever it is, freedom, nature, time with my family, whatever your values are. And so anyone who's living in like that, that Taurus energy, it's like gonna be amplified and really activated by the universe. So your whole career, North Node Taurus is popping off like open, like, Roads like you're riding a cosmic, surfing a cosmic wave of energy until uh, July twenty twenty three. So I want you to think about that. Stay open. Obviously, Taurus energy does like to move slower and it doesn't really like change. But obviously, the rest of your chart like is all about that. So <laughs> I'm like not going to speak too much on that. But just acknowledging, seeing where that's going. Uranus is there also. This like revolutionary planet that's bringing a lot of the digital aspects into Taurus into place. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about, like. We're seeing all these you know, NFTs and cryptos and metaverse is all like Uranus and Taurus, like changing, bringing digital revolution to Taurus things. So, you have that is all being activated, super busy, started a month ago, goes through July 2023. And then you have your, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I said your North Node was in Taurus. Your Midheaven is in, is in Taurus with your yeah, Jupiter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: I think my I think my Pisces is, is it Pisces? I mean, it's Pisces. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But the Midheaven, all that about Taurus is correct. But your North yeah. Node in Pisces is what I got excited about. And I got combobulated by the barking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So your North Node and your Mars, that's, like, very similar. Your Mars is your drive, your ambition, your, like, ability to go after things, what helps you, like, get out of bed, like, what feels like, yes, I want to go do this. And then your North Node, what you're here to, your soul is here to do on the higher level. Like, yes, your career, but all aspects of your life, that is, right now, Jupiter is in Pisces. So Jupiter moved into Pisces in December, and you're feeling like there's just going to be, like, the, pipes you've been building like if you imagine that for the past few years especially since like 2019 it might have been like i'm building this feels a little like heavy like building like piping infrastructure it's like okay okay and then this year it's like that north node and mars and pisces being activated by jupiter it's like like water flowing through like and all you have to do is like step back and receive like The North Node is, like, pushing your Taurus, Midheaven, your Jupiter in a certain direction and, like, showing you what to build, sending you the right people, showing you, like, how to get it done, maybe putting you in a different, like, main stage or being an authority or being in your public image shifting a little bit while your soul and your Mars are like, woohoo, like things are just coming to me and they are so random and they're coming out of nowhere and it's the only like can be described through miracles and magic, like mystery, that's very like your Mars and Pisces and North Node and Pisces, like we, not, not a lot of logic there. It's just like, yep, that just happened and I have to just trust yeah. it, like living in that question mark. That through like May is going to be just unreal, especially like beginning of March, end of April. Just like circle, circle the things that come out of nowhere, the hits you get, the intuitive nudges, or you just might get full on like crazy opportunities. So there's that. And then it goes back into place October through the end of the year. So these are going to be huge moments of like forward motion for you, feeling a payoff of things you've been, again, that pipe you've been laying, that work you've been doing. So, yeah, so I said big year ahead. I'm so sorry for speaking out of turn through North Node and Pisces, but there's a lot happening in your chart right now. Yeah. So I, I got a little hyper. How does that feel? Does that resonate? Do we have stuff coming up on that timeline that makes sense? Totally.
0: I mean, it absolutely does. It's, I mean, I'm about to close a round of funding that's really just been coming together very beautifully. I've been searching for, for our dream CTO, and he signed on the dotted line and starts, you know, March, April. I mean, I, when people are like, oh, my God, the overnight success – I have been thinking about and working on quilt since 2015. What year are we in? Right. You know, like quilt was something and then it changed in the pandemic and it, we re this thing. And so I've been feeling a little like, why am I still here? But it's like, mm-hmm. this is a new thing. We are creating this thing. And I have been noticing, starting to notice the pieces in place and noticing my judgmental brain being like, it's always hard. It's always hard. It's always hard being like, no, I like. I actually think I feel the shift coming here. Oh, like, okay. I finally feel the payoff. I feel the shift. I feel the people and experiences and wanting to make sure I set myself and my body up to be well, to receive the downloads and all of the things that could come. Mm-hmm. That's been a big thing for me is to feel well enough to like step into this next this
1: next time, oh, I love that. Yeah, that's so 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 first of all, beautiful. Especially for anyone listening who is like an entrepreneur or you know a CEO or someone thing, you're doing that. You are your brand. You are your business. Like that's just a di- direct reflection of how you take care of yourself. It's like the best investment you can make into your own energy, your own frequency, and exactly what you said. Like things have felt kind of hard, and you know whatever we needed them to for whatever reason, and then now it's like. Yeah, like shifting. I mean, like, no, things actually can and will be super easy. And it's all I have to do is allow it and, like, trust it and just let it be so. Um, So I'm so happy that you're feeling that and, like, you're feeling into it. So just a, a big time. I'm telling anyone with, like, placements like that just to, like, giddy up let's go and like Mm. take those leaps of faith trust Mm. and just like let it feel good while you do it too like let it feel fun let it feel easy like i think so so often we're so used to the struggle that like we look for it like this isn't gonna last this has to be hard right now it's like going down a water slide it's like just have fun (laughs) Let, let it take you where it needs to go yeah uh so good okay so You know, just wrapping up to be mindful of your time. This was, again, so, so juicy, so good. What? I guess, first of all, I'll say, like, for Quilt, obviously I'm going to say everyone, if you have not downloaded, if you're not part of that community, please stop what you're doing. Go do that right now. But is there anything else, like, coming up or anything that you're excited for that we should be aware of? Anything going on with Quilt that, like, the baddies can get excited about?
0: Mm, Yeah. So, you know, so Quilt's really been growing. We launched as a, like a social audio space. So you can come in and just be in conversation, have spiritual questions, make friends, laugh, cry, all the things. Um, We've been building technology, which now that you've listened to this, you're not surprised by, you know, things like groups that you can specifically join and be a part of and go deeper in, you know, whether Mm -hmm. that's like mental health, for spirituality, astrology, tarot, career, relationships. Um, So I really wanted to make sure we had these intimate spaces to go deeper in on the platform. And then also, you are listening to this, we will have launched community-generated kind of inspirational, daily inspirational overheards and resources and Mm -hmm. quotes that were generated by the community being in conversation together that can help guide you along Mm. the way and that you can have and hold uh, to yourself. So I'm really excited because I I really do think social spaces can be more of a guide on someone's journey uh, where you never feel alone.
1: Oh, okay, good. Yummy. So fun. And then obviously like what are the best you mentioned before, if someone has things they want to continue to talk to you about, what is the best way for someone to find you? Is that like on Quill, Instagram, email, like, what's the best? Yeah. Way?
0: I mean, if you, if you want to talk to me like immediately, right. If you're like, I like, I have a question. I want to ask her. I am, I am on quilts. I'm in quilts. I host quilts. I talk in quilts. If you host a quilt, I, I will be in there. If not, someone who knows me will be in there. Like I'll be there. The idea is that we can feel like we're in a living room together. Uh, it's the greatest access for sure to, to me. And I think hopefully to anyone, I also, you know, I am bad at checking DMs, but I do, Um, (laughs) you know, the gram, I make sure that I do. So I'm also, I can be reached there too, which is Ashley J. Sumner.
1: Okay. Ashley J. Sumner. And then quilt is We Are Quilt. Sure Um, is. Yeah. All right. Go give him a follow, go download Quilt, get involved, join the living room. It's super cozy. You're going to love it there. (laughs) Anything else? Anything else that you just want to say before we wrap up or leave people on, a note to leave people on?
0: No, I mean, I like, I'm, gosh, if I, if you could see, I have my cancer sign tattooed here and my Aquarius (laughs) sign tattooed here. So I'm a believer, you know, I've been obsessing over spiritual paradigms to paradoxically understand the, the thing that exists inside my being. And you do such a profound job of making it relatable and human and fun and honest and authentic. Which is what originally drew me so much to you and to and to Cosmic RX and obsessively signing up for the newsletter, <laughs> which I did. I was probably one of the first. So I'm, it's just so fun to keep, keep talking to you and getting to know you and you know our communities weaving together. So thanks for
1: having me. Oh, I love it. So honored, yeah, so honored to be woven together with your community and to have you on. And thank you for just sharing your warmth and your wisdom with so much generosity and very excited for everyone to listen to this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, Ashley. Thank you. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to the And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.